Welcome to Soft Landing, the podcast that makes interior design accessible to everyone. Hey guys, I'm Amy. I'm an interior designer, artist, and space planner. I'm here to talk about everything you need to know about interior design, from furniture to finances. I'm sharing over a decade of experience to help you find real design solutions and craft the space of your dreams. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Soft Landing. Today, I'm going to talk about my experience with upgrading my living room during this crazy time of social distancing and quarantining, sheltering in place, being at home basically 99% of my life, which has been a huge change for me. I usually spend most of my time at the office or out with friends, going to dinner, shopping, running errands. And since I've been spending so much time working from home in my living room, I really started to get focused on all of the things I had on different to-do lists that I had been wanting to upgrade in my living room for so long. And I just couldn't stand it anymore. I had to pull the trigger on all these different items. So I did two major things and then I did a little bit of accessorizing. So the two things that I did was I bought curtains for the window in my living room and I bought a slip cover for my sofa. And I'm gonna walk you through what I did, why I did it, who I purchased from, what the pros and cons were, and hopefully if you're thinking about doing any of these little upgrades, this will be a helpful guide for you. So the first thing that I did was I looked at ordering curtains for the window in my living room. And this is something that had been on my to-do list basically ever since I moved into my apartment. And I just kept putting it off because the apartment I live in, I'm a renter, and it came with blinds. So in a lot of ways, that's a a big bonus here in New York City where I live. A lot of times you move into an apartment and the windows are completely naked. So if you want any kind of privacy, you have to put something up right away. But I just kept stalling because there were other little projects that I was working on and the curtains were really going to be mostly decorative. So it wasn't a major big ticket item that I needed to spend time thinking about until now, of course. But that being said, one of the reasons that I really wanted to get curtains for this space is curtains enhance a room on so many levels. They do so many things for a space that just a simple window covering like a blind or a roller shade just cannot achieve. One of those things is they add an element of verticality to the room. So by hanging curtains, nice long curtains that you hang from as high up as you can possibly get, it really draws the eye up and makes your ceilings feel so much higher. I have to tell you, I'm going to post before and afters to the Instagram 
and it's just a world of difference. I think the other thing that curtains really do to a space is kind of frame out the window and make it look a little bit more finished because while I have great privacy control with the blinds that came with the apartment, they're just kind of run-of-the-mill average white vertical blinds and they don't look very exciting and having the sheer curtains in front of them really kind of helps frame everything out. It's like a, a frame for a piece of art. It really makes it look so much more finished. So there are so many different places you can buy curtains from today. It's a little bit overwhelming. And I looked at a few different companies. I, of course, looked at Target. I think I looked at the Shade Store and Hunter Douglas, which are all great places to get curtains from, but I ended up buying curtains from JCPenney's, which I have a long family history. My mother, my grandmother were all um, fanatical JCPenney's shoppers, and um, I know that they've always had a really tremendous catalog of window coverings, and I also know that they've been a little... Um, They've had some hard times over the past couple of years, so I wanted to support them. And what I bought was the product is called the Home Expressions Crushed Voile Rod Pocket Single Sheer Curtain Panel. And this product comes in, oh my gosh, there's so many. What is this? 11 colors, five sizes. And it looks like there's a sale right now. I'm looking at the website, of course. They're around $20. There's definitely coupon codes where you can get different discounts. But um, it, I thought that was very affordable. I think all in, I don't think I spent more than $100 on this whole installation. Um, and I bought these in the cloudburst color, which is like a medium-toned gray one thing that's kind of an oopsie on me, but I thought was worth pointing out. It does say in the name that I just read that it's a single sheer curtain panel. However, all of the pictures show a set of two panels on either side of a window. So I thought I was getting a set. Um, but if you do purchase this item, it is one single panel. So when I got it in the mail, I realized I had a single curtain panel. Um, and I ended up actually ordering three more because I wanted to have two on each side of my window to allow for a little bit more fullness to the curtains so that they could be pushed back and have a little bit more presence instead of being just like a single flat panel. I think that's a really nice way to make curtains look more luxe. I think the other thing that makes curtains look very luxe is when you have them mounted as close to the ceiling as possible, if not on the ceiling, which is something I could have a whole episode about curtain installations. Um, but if you have some excess 
curtain at the bottom that drapes onto the floor, almost like the way a pant leg drapes onto the floor if it's too long. I think this is a very deluxe looking aesthetic that I've seen in many high-end hotels, very elegant Parisian apartments, and I really wanted to go for that look just because these were purely decorative curtains anyways, so why not really just let them be super fun and elegant. So I have two panels on either side of my window and they really are just framing it out and um, adding a little bit of verticality to the space, giving my cat a place to hide if she feels like it, um, but they really are amazing. And one of the things that I loved about JCPenney's selection is that because I wanted that extra long look, JCPenney's has five different sizes, as I mentioned. So their longest curtain panel is 120 inches, which is 10 feet. And I think my ceilings are just a little bit under 10 feet like maybe nine foot six. So there was plenty to uh, work with there. So I could really mount the curtain bar as high as I wanted to and it still be able to have that little bit of gathering at the bottom, which was really fantastic. Not everywhere that you shop for drapery will have different lengths as an option when you are shopping for your own space, I would say that that is item number one is to measure the wall, measure the height of the ceiling right in front of the window, measure the window, and then measure the surrounding wall. I really like the look of having a drapery rod that goes all the way up to the ceiling and preferably takes up as much of the wall as it can. And I also bought my drapery rod from JCPenney's. I bought the uh, Rod Globe one inch adjustable curtain rod, which comes in four colors. And I believe I bought it in black. Um, really into black hardware right now. I feel like it's so, it's everywhere. And this comes in five different lengths all of which are adjustable. So I think I bought the second longest one, which was 120 to 170 inches. And that way you can kind of adjust it around your window, whether you want the curtains to be just over the actual window itself or expand along the entire wall, you have that range to play with. And this came, I was actually pretty surprised. This came within a couple of weeks and I did order it towards the end of March, which was right when COVID was kind of in its prime, so I wasn't expecting this to come anytime soon. I was pretty shocked how quickly it arrived. Um, and then I ordered, like I mentioned, additional panels. Those took a little bit longer for some reason, but they still came within a couple of weeks. And once I got them, I was so excited. I measured where I was going to drill my holes, looking at where the hardware was, placing little pencil marks where I was going to drill in, pre-drilled, and then had a friend help me hang them up. And it was surprisingly easy. I thought it was going to be a little bit more annoying. And once I got them in, I was just 
I was excited for like days and days and days about how good I thought they looked. They really added such a level of elegance to the space that was missing for so many years of being in this apartment and really kind of added that extra level of finishing that I think everyone wants in their home. And, you know, this was such a huge accomplishment for me because I have wanted to hang curtains for so long. One of the things that I think really prevented me from doing it was my perfectionism. And I think that this is something that stops people from really even beginning projects in the first place in a lot of instances, but particularly with our homes. I remember obsessively researching drapery tracks for the absolute perfect drapery that would extend the exact amount of the wall in my living room and needed to be ceiling mounted so I could get maximum verticality. And really it was like at the end of the day, I was just using really accessible pieces that were no big deal, available to everyone. And it didn't have to be this massive undertaking. Once I really sat down and committed to what I wanted and allowed myself a little bit of wiggle room for things to not be 100% perfect, I was able to just go ahead and do the thing I wanted to do and really enjoy it and let it change my life. And that's so funny. Just as I was saying, giving myself wiggle room, my cat meowed right next to my microphone. The other huge thing that I did for my living room was I found a sofa slipcover that absolutely changed my life. And I'm not joking when I say that. I have had an old West Elm Henry sofa for probably the past seven years, and it is scratched up to high heavens from my pets and has been spilled on, and the upholstery is not wearing well. I would actually not recommend that sofa. It's one of the least expensive sofas at West Elm, and honestly, the back pillows have become so misshapen that I had to restuff them at one point, um, and it's just not, it's not holding up well. And initially when I started looking for a slipcover, I thought, well, wouldn't this be an awesome, awesome, obvious item for West Elm to sell is slipcovers for their own products. Um, Ikea kind of does that. I think it's a really good business model just because people's sofas do get torn up so much. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to get a new sofa. I think one thing that I'd like to keep in mind with interior design is the idea of sustainability and using pieces for their maximum life cycle, keeping things as long as humanly possible, not throwing things away when they could be reused or repaired in some manner and given a new life, upcycled I, I'm all about refinishing, reupholstering, and upcycling furniture. And um, so anyways, West Elm 
does not offer slipcovers, at least not at this point in time. It seems like maybe they did at one point because I was getting some kind of a Google hit that was leading me to their website, but the product seemed like it wasn't there anymore. Maybe maybe they'll hear this and decide that it's a worthwhile endeavor. But there is this really fantastic company called ComfortWorks, um, and they are a website-based company. They ship internationally, and they were amazing to work with. I believe they started out making slipcovers just for IKEA products, but they've expanded to so many different manufacturers. It's actually so cool. And they have um, sofas and lounge chairs. So the companies that they have slip co- covers for right now are Ikea, Pottery Barn, Muji, Crate and Barrel, Restoration Hardware, West Elm, um, oh my gosh, Article, Aarhus, Ashley Furniture, Birch Lane, Blue Dot, CB2, wow, Ethan Allen, Joybird, Laura Ashley, and you can also do a completely custom slipcover as well. Um, so it's really great because some of the other products that I looked at were more like these very stretchy materials, almost like spandex that would fit around a piece of furniture and were kind of like one size fits all. And for a long time, I thought that was my only option. And I didn't end up buying anything like that because I just didn't think it was going to look good or fit nice. Um, but my process with Comfort Works was so cool. They have a really wide range of fabrics and they've actually expanded their line even since I purchased my slipcover, which was just a couple of months ago. But you can order swatches of the different fabrics and they actually, when I was emailing back and forth with them, they basically said, you have to, which I really respect because I know it's really tempting to just kind of see an image on a website and be like, oh, I like that color. It'll be fine. But even if you're not working with this particular company, if you are buying a sofa and you have the opportunity to order a swatch of the fabric beforehand, I would 100% recommend doing that. It completely changes the perspective about what you're actually going to receive. I think that seeing a little square on a website and actually getting to feel and touch a piece of fabric with your hands and put it next to your coffee table or put it next to the chair that it's going to be next to, it's it's so helpful in making the decision. And ComfortWorks even suggested uh, you get to keep all the swatches you order, and they suggested upcycling them as coasters, which I thought was very responsible. Um, And so I ended up actually getting the Savannah Saddle Vegan Leather, which I was a little bit hesitant about because I didn't want to have that, like, pleather, plasticky, gross feeling that I think some kind of imitation leathers can have. Um, But when I got the sample, I was really happy with the quality and I just loved the color. I thought it was so sophisticated. So I was basically going from this like medium faux suede gray um, to this really rich, warm, like cappuccino brown leather 
color that I'm just completely obsessed with. And um, once I selected my fabric and I gave them the make and model of my sofa, they had me go through this whole process of confirming measurements. I had to take a bunch of pictures of the sofa from all different angles. Even though they had the make and model, I think they were just really thorough looking at how it was put together, confirming that all of the cushions were there. And then they sent me back dimensions that I confirmed for them. And then I waited. And this again was probably the beginning beginning. No, I think it was like the middle of March. And I don't, I don't think I got this sofa until May. Let me look. (laughs) When did my comfort works come? Because it was a long time and I have to give them a little bit of credit. Um, because again, they were, we were dealing with COVID and they also told me that my um my vegan leather was back ordered. Okay, so it shipped at the end of April. So it took like a I think a solid six weeks for them to fabricate the sofa cover. And considering that they were making it from scratch completely custom, I think that's incredible. Uh the price also I thought was fairly reasonable. It was right around $500. And again, I think someone could make the argument, well, if you're going to spend that much money, why not just get a new sofa? But for me, the sustainability factor is huge. I think you could pay three times that much to get another sofa, throw out your old sofa and just, you know, contribute to a landfill. And it's not it's not even about getting a new sofa. I think one of the great things about having a slipcover is that if I get sick of this particular fabric, I can order another slipcover. I was joking with one of my designer friends that I might get three more and switch them out for every season because it's really all about flexibility at the end of the day. Um, so my sofa cover arrived and... I had a friend help me install it. It was it went on super easy. The only thing that was a little bit of a surprise to me was that there was the intention that the underside of the sofa cover needed to adhere to the bottom of my sofa. So I had to flip my sofa upside down and they actually recommended that I staple gun a strip of Velcro that they provided uh, to the underside of my sofa so that the the slipcover could Velcro to the bottom side of the sofa. How many times can I say sofa? <laughs> and I didn't have a staple gun, so I used a glue gun and guess what? It worked completely fine. So that was really cool because I'm always a little bit nervous about hot gluing anything, but it worked great. Um, and I've had this, the slipcover on for a couple months now and, um, it's really easy to clean. It's really comfortable. It looks so sharp. I see my sofa and I'm like, oh yes, it looks so good. And I haven't felt that way about that sofa in, I don't know, four years. So it was a really validating experience to spend a little bit of time to just 
switch up the look and feel of what was on my living room sofa and get it to a place where I was happy with it again. I can't tell you how invaluable that whole experience really was. I would really recommend looking into Comfort Works, even if, uh, you know, you just want to change up the look of your living room a couple times a year. I think it was uh, overall a really great experience and... I hope this inspires you to get started on any projects you have been wanting to tackle, especially in the spaces you're spending your most time in these days. And oh, one other thing, I almost forgot to mention this. The very kind of like finishing touch that I put on my living room was I took a look at some of the accessories in the space. So I have a coffee table that has a tray on it. It's this really cute Jonathan Adler tray. And I keep, uh, you know, the remote to my TV, notepad, pencil, kind of just all the junk that might otherwise be lying around on my coffee table in this tray. So it just looks a little bit more organized. And then I kind of top it all off with a big, beautiful vase. And sometimes the vase has flowers in it. Most of the time it's just empty, but it looks cool. And it adds a really nice vertical element to the space. But I've had the same vase in there for the better part of a decade. So I was interested in maybe buying something new. I thought that would be a really cool, affordable way to switch up the look of the space and... I found this really awesome vintage furniture store near me in Terrytown, New York, and it's called The Swan's House. I would definitely recommend looking at their Instagram for inspiration. I think they also ship uh, nationwide, but you can check them out. I'll link their Instagram below, and their style is very 90s, very pastel, kind of like golden girls a little Miami art deco kind of vibe it's like so so many fun pieces and they have cool accessories they also have bigger furniture pieces too um, but I found a really fantastic bright teal art deco like art arch shaped lamp it's kind of hard to explain it's like a big D I'll put an I'll put a picture of it on my Instagram so you guys can see but it's it's very like statement y it it has a lot of presence to it um and it's kind of meant for like taller flowers I have some sunflowers in it right now and it looks really nice but that was a really cool way to freshen up the space and they also sell candles so I got some candles and that really helped just brighten up the overall mood of the space and then last but not least I have a bookshelf in my living room that is stuffed to the brim so I edited out a few pieces just so there was a little bit more breathing room also I have always organized my books by the color of the spine um, and I'm sure you've seen pictures of that on Pinterest where it's it looks like it makes all the books look like a rainbow. I just love that. It makes me so happy. But I wanted to edit it down a little bit and just organize the way the colors were flowing from left to right. And I did that. And that's really just like an organizational tip. It's not even like a big design move, but it really helped the space feel a little bit fresher. And and that was it. So a couple months of looking around and 
ordering things, but overall it was a pretty easy little facelift that I did on my living room. Thank you so much for joining me today and hearing about my personal journey of making over my living room. It's going to be a little bit different for everyone depending on what you need to do and how much time you have, but I just want to encourage everyone to go ahead and dive in. Um, it's so important that we feel happy with the spaces we're in, especially now since we're all spending so much time at home. It's a great opportunity to tackle those projects you've been putting off. I mean, why not, right? I will, of course, link all of the products I mentioned today. None of this is sponsored. These are just my personal recommendations and things that I like that I wanted to share with you guys. And of course, if you like this podcast, please give it a five-star rating, maybe even write a little nice review and tune in for next week because we are going to be talking about everything you need to do to get an awesome work from home set up.